0: How do you develop the action mindset but actually also make it a discipline? Here it is. First thing. So remember, you got a big new idea for the year. You're really super stoked. You can't wait to do it, okay? Big new idea for the new year. What are you gonna do, okay? Big new idea for the new year. You wanna be action, you want discipline, you wanna make it happen. First thing, you've got to adopt, well there it goes, is your 30 minute daily block. People tell me all the time, Brittany I got this dream or this goal. I'm like, great, what 30 minute period of day are you gonna work on it today? What do you mean? Well, uh, you said you have a big goal, right? Yeah, big idea, right? Yeah, okay, show me when's the 30 minute block that that thing gets today. It's a new idea, you say, right? Yeah, okay, where is it? Is it 1.30 to 2? Is it 4 to 4.30? Is he gonna check it at five right after work, till 5.30, then get on the commute a little later? Like, when? New ideas must have new blocks of time. Write it down. New ideas must have new blocks of time. If you got a new idea, someday, someday, big dream, and it doesn't land in the calendar, at least, listen, daily, 30-minute daily block of time, of course you're not gonna get momentum. It's gotta be, look, if you won't give it something 30 minutes a day, it don't matter to you. Just be honest, like, Uh, Any good parent will tell you this, like, if you don't spend 30 minutes with your kids a day, I mean, good luck in having that connection, good luck in forging that future, good luck in helping that person feel loved and supported. I mean, if something is important to you, you give it time. Is it true? So if this idea is important to you, immediately mindset, this is what I immediately do, 30 minutes. And... If it's a completely new idea, it's gotta get at least 30 minutes if I want it to actually come true. And it's important from the time I set the idea, the next day it gets 30 minutes. Big new idea, must do it. If it's important to me, the next day it gets 30 minutes. Not four years from now. Like right now, I have a big partnership I'm working on. Like it completely came into my life, totally interrupted my life. I don't have any time, but it's important. I found 30 more minutes a day, right? 30 more minutes is easy to find for everybody. People don't think they can, it's possible. I just had a friend, and I get in a huge argument over lunch about this, not everybody can find 30 minutes. And I'm like, who can't find 30 minutes more a day? Like, show me, who, which is a little more discipline, a little more planning and preparation, who can't find 30 more minutes a day? Well, I, you know, I'm busy and I have all these things, and you don't understand, I'm like, okay, well, walk me through your day. Well, I have to get up, I gotta get, Everything, you know, get the kids ready for work. I got to get in the car. I got to commute. That commute's an hour every single day. I can't take away that. I got to do this and this and this. And I'm like, well, what if you didn't drive? What do you mean? Well, what if you didn't drive the car so that your focus and attention could be doing something else? Well, I got to do the commute. I don't know. Um, I've noticed that a lot of cars have a passenger seat, and some of them even have a back seat. And if you sit in one of those, you don't have to do this. And I just got you an hour a day. So many people are so, they believe so deeply that they are managing their time so great. And I'm like, no, most people have so much free time, they have no idea. It's that they are distracted and unprepared or addicted to consuming, that they're losing little, little pieces. And especially here in the United States, you guys have heard me rail on this. The average American, four hours of television a day, don't tell me you don't have 30 minutes a day. I don't know anyone who can't find 30 more minutes a day for a great new idea that can change their life. You got a new idea that can change your life? Find your 30 minutes every single day. Number two, remember the first output rule. First output rule says this. You've got a big new dream, big new goal, big new idea. Don't think that you have to do what we've all been taught, which is begin with the end in mind, because sometimes you don't know what the end in mind is. But you know the first step. So what I tell people is like, I got a big new idea. I go, great, what's the first output that you would have to create on that immediately? What's like the first output that would start you on the path? Um, I, I don't know. Okay, figure that out. First step, first output, right? First step is not the research. What's the first output? Let me give you an example. When I began my career, I said, one day I'm gonna do video courses. End in mind, I'm gonna do all my online courses. That was the big idea. I, Brendan Burchard, am gonna do online courses. Guess what I didn't do? I didn't say, well, I better figure out the whole curriculum for all the courses for the rest of my life, Begin with the end in mind. Didn't do that. I said, what's the first step that would allow me to start doing that? Okay, first step, get in front of camera, teach, and post it on the internet. That's the first output. One teaching video on the internet. So I went and I got my stupid little, at the time, flip video camera, some of you guys know about those, got a flip video camera, I duct taped it to a box, I put on my cleanest shirt at the time, and I stared at the camera and I taught. And I pulled off the flip video camera and I spent four hours uploading it on the internet. You remember that? Probably not, but you remember that? Yeah, upload, 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 and then it wouldn't play because it was, wouldn't stream fast enough. But I spent the time, the first output to me building an online course empire, one video. What's your first output? Do that now. The reason people don't stick to their habits is because they're waiting f- to create the output someday. I'm like, what's the first output? Do it. That's the thing to work on right now. When you got that 30 minute daily block, work towards that first output. Cause you get the first output, you got real momentum. You get the first output, your dream, your idea is realized, it's tangible. It's like, ooh, I did that thing. Your body likes it, your brain goes, ooh, I like that dopamine, serotonin, good job, Brendan. Let's go again. First output. If you don't know the first output of what you have to create, you don't even have a dream. You got, you got, you you don't even have a fully thought out idea. First output, make it, do it, create it, post it, do the thing. That's it. I want to write a book, Brendan, but I don't know what the whole book is. I'm like, great. First output, first page, write it. What do you mean? I don't know what the book is. Write the first page. But I don't know what the book is. Write the first page. First output would be the first page of the book, right? Write the first page. But I don't know what the five chapters are. I don't, write the first page. See, you don't have to know the whole picture. First step, do the first output. Because you get that first page done, you'll probably get that next page done, you'll probably get the next page done, and you'll start getting clarity of the project. A lot of the creativity of life comes in motion, not beginning in speculation. Okay, next up, 90 day challenge. I can't believe how many people have a big dream or big goal and they don't set up their own 90-day challenge. Like, okay, what's your first output? Good job, appreciate you. but you got 30 minutes every single day. In 90 days, what if, where are we? 90 days, three months, let's go. Cause see, what most people are, they're scared to commit to the big idea and dream. And I go, oh, don't commit to the first big idea dream. Not for life, just like you won't ruin your life forever. Don't commit to your new idea or dream forever. I need 90 days. Give me 90 days, man. Commit to that thing 90 days and get at it for 90 days. Reevaluate after the 90 days where you're at. Don't think, see, most people don't take an action because they think, well, I'll have to do this action forever, just like they worry I'll be ruined forever. There's no forever. There just isn't. There's just now. None of us are guaranteed anything. So if what we have is right this moment and we're looking to the future and we're working towards that, good job. I want in 90 days, where are you? That's it. What'd you do in 90 days? Did you lose five pounds? Great. You don't have to say, I'm going to be completely life transformed. I'm going to have six pack abs and still drink pina coladas on the beach with 40 people in bikinis around. No, 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 no. Dude, lose five pounds. You got 90 days. Go. Like just set the 90 day challenge for yourself and get at that. And then worry about the next series of goals after that. So if you've got a big idea or a dream and you're really committed to it, commit to a 90-day challenge. And what does that mean for you specifically? What's going to happen at the end of 90 days? How you think, how you feel, how you'll move, what we'll achieve, what outputs are created. Get really clear on those types of things. You'll be so happy you did. Without these things, there is no idea into action. There is no momentum. That's why you didn't stick to your habit because you didn't give it 30 minutes a day. You didn't stick to your habit because you didn't even know what you were supposed to do. You didn't stick to your habit because you didn't at least set a time period that was realistic for yourself that was doable, that you could go. I know so many people set a New Year's resolution and never say, well, what happens at the end of March 31st? January 1, 90 days out, great. Where am I on March 31st? They don't even think about that. And so they struggle. There is no new idea in your life without a drop list of things to stop doing. A drop list. I'm dropping these things. I'm not doing these things. I'm saying no to these things. I'm getting this off the agenda. I'm letting that responsibility go. It's the things you aren't going to do that help you do the things that you're going to do. So you gotta spring clean a little bit. If you got new dreams in your life, spring clean. What are you gonna stop doing? right? I'm very, very, very disciplined about this for me personally. I have one of my own personal practices on the first of every month. I make my drop list every month, not once a year, every month. I go, okay, this month, what do I need to drop? Because inevitably, you know, I'm, I'm moving so fast. I pick up new things I'm doing all the time. Right? some new idea, new, new dream, new thought, because uh, I'm trying to innovate, I'm trying to be upfront, I'm trying to lead, I'm, I'm trying to change things, and then what ends up happening is, I, throughout the month, other people also do what? Other people give you responsibilities, give you ideas, give you programs. They're, they're adding on to your plate. All month long, you're collecting a bigger and bigger plate. At the end of each month, if you just maintain that big plate in the next month, more people add more stuff to your to-do list, more your plate, by the end of 12 months, you're carrying so much that is impossible to maintain. You gotta drop, 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 drop. Like, I think it's really important that every single month we're dropping activities that we picked up along the way, right? I got some new idea, I'm gonna do that. I gotta let it go. Even some goals, right? Some, some month I start, I go, okay, well this month, uh, I'm gonna do these five new things. And the end of that month I realize, you know what, I'm not gonna be able to maintain five, I'm gonna drop two of them. I'll stick with three, but I can't do all five. That's a drop list. Without a drop list, I have no idea how you can keep adding new things. Make sense? Some of the biggest breakthroughs in our life is when we just stop doing the things that we know aren't right for us. Hey, it's Brendan, and I want to jump in the middle of this episode here real quick and tell you about something I'm really excited about and something uh, that answers a question that many of you have for me all the time, which is, Brendan, where do you get this crazy focus and energy in your life? And the truth is, I've developed a supplement line that really helps me do that, and frankly, I needed to. I don't know about you, but sometimes when you're trying to achieve big things, a lot of stress comes along and as you're trying to achieve bigger things, you need to be on your A game more often. You need to be mentally sharp. You need to be mentally prepared. You need to be mentally energized and productive and not once in a while, but like every day you you have to be on and sometimes guzzling more coffee isn't going to do it. You have to use what we call nootropics, which are, you know, basically supplements that help optimize your brain. And yes, we have a product for exactly that. It's called HPX Optimize, and it is our most popular product, and you can get it. It's back in stock at hpxwellness.com. That's hpxwellness.com com. You'll find HPX Optimize for your mental focus and energy there. You'll also find my favorite powdered energy drink that we created. It's 100% organic and vegan. And you'll find my essentials, which is my daily multi that I take that covers my energy, that covers my longevity, that covers my immunity, that covers my brain and body health that I absolutely love. And you will feel the difference. Go to hpxwellness.com right now hpxwellness.com. Next up, big important one, the Friday friend status call. Everything that we know from goal setting comes back to sociology. If you don't have someone you're doing something with actively, if you don't have an accountability partner, you don't have a coach, you don't have a friend you go to lunch with or someone you talk it through, then the odds of that happening for you are so low. Because you know what? We're social beings. We need processing time with other people. And the more processing time we have, usually the more progress we get, right? It's why therapy is so powerful in unlocking people or coaching is so powerful in unlocking people. It's like, oh, I'm processing. Oh, I'm getting distinction. I'm getting more progress. You need that Friday friend status call. If you got a big new goal or dream, all I want you to do, every Friday at the end of the day, literally five minute, 10 minute, 15, 30 minute call, whatever it is, pick it up, call your friend and say, I did this this week. Struggled with this, this worked, that went well. You, now you go, how did you do? And just, you got one person in your life every week you're talking about momentum with. I don't care if it's your mom, I, don't, I prefer this as a human, so not the cat, but a human that you every single week you talk through things with. Like, where are you? A human, I don't care if it's the librarian. I don't care if it's your social worker. I don't care if it's your brother. I don't care who it is it's gonna be the stranger across the street. Don't talk to strangers if you're PG-13. But everybody else, have that conversation and just on a Friday go, hey man, this is where I'm at. Because if you won't do that, I promise, if you don't socialize your learning, you will not achieve your dreams. You must socialize, what am I learning? Where am I at? How's it going? What am I struggling with? You gotta ask for help, but you need a consistent basis. Big dreams require weekly check-ins. Write it down. Big dreams require weekly check-ins. So who's gonna be your weekly check-in? Accountability coach, friend, mentor, who? Every week, check-in. And if you're like, well, I don't know anybody, everybody hates me. You know what, go on your Facebook page every Friday at five and go, this is what I learned this week. This is what I tried. What did you guys try? And all the people who make fun of you, delete them. And everybody else say good for you. So easy, life's very simple. Next, create motivation triggers. When I walked in this door today, it's the same when I walk in the doors of, of, of my conference rooms at, um, when I'm doing my seminars, that when I, usually my doorway trigger, meaning, That's what a motivation trigger is. A trigger is something physical or tangible happens and you attach either a statement or an action to it. Okay, trigger is something tangible that you say or do when something else happens. So when I walk through a door, and that's every door of my life, I walk through a door, my mind almost always says, because i have just conditioned it over and over and over doing this, I walk through a door, my mind says, I am a happy man entering this space ready to serve. I'm a happy man entering the space ready to serve. It's been since I was like 20 years old. One, because I always want to remind myself I'm happy. I have so much to be grateful for. So do you. So how are you reminding yourself that you're grateful, that you're happy, that you're good? And then I remind myself I'm entering the space ready to serve. Not hoping to serve, not maybe one day I'll deserve to serve. I'm ready right now. Whatever I know, I believe in my ability to figure things out. I'm ready to serve now. I don't need permission, I don't need more money, I don't need more team. I'm ready to whatever whatever I got, I'm ready. Let's go. I don't need new things, more things, better things, tons of things. I'm ready to serve right now. Let's go. I'm not ever waiting to provide service to the world. Ever. You don't have to have the big stuff, the fancy stuff. Just go. I didn't have big fancy cameras and lights and fancy big flip charts when I started this. It was me in a really dirty shirt with the thing, uh, the buttons too hung open, like, Ugh, you know, it's like, it was so nasty and gnarly and bad. It was awesome. And I was ready to serve. You don't have to have everything. I was watching this documentary recently on my, my, my man, uh, Usain Bolt, uh, one of the greatest, well, he is the greatest sprinter of all time, right? And you see the scene of him and he's doing sprints in a field uh, with like this sort of, crappy little belt tied around his waist, tied to a chain, tied to, uh, you know, um, we would call it a weight sled, but you could barely call it that, a little metal sled where you put on like, you know, weights, like a 45 pound weight from it, like lifting. And it's like, so he would sprint with this crappy little things. When you go to the NFL where I work with my, you know, my major teams, They usually got, they got the fancy sleds, these longer sleds that glide when you take off, that release proportionate amount of tension along with the weight as you speed up, like very fancy contraptions now. This dude, the best ever, is down in Jamaica in a hot, crappy field with this huge, belt on with like one coach not 12 coaches one coach standing there next to him he ties this thing and when he takes off this thing is bouncing along behind him it's like the just like you're like and he's the world's best because he's not waiting to have everything to train he's training I'm not waiting to have everything to serve I'm serving so many of my people well one day when I have a following I'll post some stuff I'm gonna start posting stuff now one day, when I'm ready, I'll put myself, no. There is no one day to be ready. You're ready now, go. It is a mindset you must have. You're ready to go. So that's one of my triggers. Walk through a door, I'm entering the space as a happy man, ready to serve, let's go. And that's just one, one trigger. I have all sorts of other triggers. I have different doorway triggers. When I walk in my house, I say something a little different to myself than when I walk into my office. But other triggers I have. When a door closes in a car. Every time a door closes in a car, I say something else to myself. When I walk into my office, I take a first action that triggers momentum for me. Like you need to have first actions or space triggers that help you stay your best. They're ultimately all geared towards one thing. How can you remind yourself to be at your best? And how do you use physical objects, time periods, um, situations to get yourself there? That's the question. That's your job. These are motivation triggers because if you're not triggering yourself, the world's doing it for you. And if the world's doing it, you know what the world's gonna trigger you towards? Angst, outrage, distraction, consumption. It's not gonna trigger you towards you being your best self. So if you didn't maintain your habits this year, go on my YouTube channel and, and type in the word, you know, the, type in the power of habits and you'll see a video that will teach you how to set some more of those examples, right? If you look in a mirror, you should have a mirror trigger. See your reflection of yourself, say something to yourself. I know that sounds like just like positive thinking kind of stuff and you know what it is. Because what's the alternative? Stupid thinking, negative thinking, scarcity thinking? You need to have a little bit more triggers set up to make you work. And sometimes, if it's not just you, get somebody else to do it. Get a coach to do it, a mentor to do it, a friend to do it. But you need to be triggered to be your best. How are you currently triggering yourself to be your best? Many of you know, you've been with me for years. Uh, You know, we kind of, now everybody does it, but we were the first one to do it when the smartphone came out and the first alarm was able to be set a label. I created this training and put it out about saying, hey, use this alarm label on your phone to send yourself reminders to tell you to be awesome. Put your three words in here that pop up and remind you who to be. Use this as a trigger to be your best instead of as a box of consumption because this can be a weapon for good or a weapon that takes you into distraction, but it's up to you, just like the rest of life. Self-reliance, it's up to you. Okay, my friend, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Brandon Show. Tell some people about this episode. It's on each of us to spread positivity and empowerment during these times of chaos and negativity, right? So I'm asking you to be the dealer of hope and personal growth and education in your tribe. So take a screenshot right now and share the screenshot and this link to this episode with three of your friends today. Post it on social media. Use the hashtag GrowthDay. That's hashtag growth day, because that's the name of my company. And we're always giving away prizes to our community. If you'd like to help me personally, then please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give us some stars, cheer us on, leave a review, because believe it or not, that stuff actually really does help. And I read all of them. So my last thought for today, please remember, you are stronger than you think, and the future holds good things for you. Tomorrow can be an inspired day. Every new morning is a second chance. Every day is a great day to grow. We're thankful to have you here in the Growth Day community, so be sure to go deeper with us at growthday.com. not an option. Too expensive, too time consuming. So go to circle.so and check it out. If you're trying to build a community and really maintain control of that community and do a great job serving them and building a business from it, go to circle.so.